Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, November 2nd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Tomorrow is Election Day, and Missourians are primed to make big decisions in legislative and local contests. How President Trump does in Missouri looms large. Matter of fact, we're out polling him in most polls uh, that you've seen, and he'll do better than what he's polling. Uh, I don't think there's no doubt he's going to win Missouri. In a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines the big questions surrounding Election Day in Missouri. The head of the St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force is urging everyone who votes tomorrow to wear a mask, even if it is not required. Dr. Alex Garza says the importance of the election means there are likely to be long lines at polling places. Which means you might be around a lot of people. So keep yourself and others safe by wearing a mask. And then stay at least six feet away from others at all times as you're going through that line to get your ballot. Task force numbers continue to show the pandemic getting worse in the St. Louis area. Polls open tomorrow at 6 in the morning and close at 7 p.m. Every election requires thousands of poll workers to run smoothly. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports, the events of 2020 are prompting many in the St. Louis area to work at the polls for the first time. Jennifer Patterson had considered being a poll worker in the city for years, but hearing that local elections officials were worried COVID would keep longtime poll workers away prompted her to act. But also, this is a pretty contentious election. You know, they're predicting long lines and they're predicting some different circumstances this year, and I wanted to do whatever I could to help support making those lines a little shorter. St. Louis elections officials say more than half of the poll workers they have hired for Tuesday are first-timers like Patterson, who is an executive at Booksource. The company, which distributes books to classrooms, is giving all its employees a paid half day off to vote. Patterson and others who are serving as poll workers will get the whole day. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. An infection deadly to deer is continuing to spread through Missouri. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan Alt reports chronic wasting disease has been found in Pulaski County. Pulaski County, home to Fort Leonard Wood and part of the Mark Twain National Forest, is the 17th Missouri County to have a confirmed case of chronic wasting disease. Jasmine Batten is a wildlife disease biologist with the Missouri Department of Conservation. She says the disease's rate is low in Missouri, but it's spreading. And once it's introduced, if you don't intervene and and take some management actions over time, it can spread widely, it can affect a high percentage of deer, and ultimately it can impact Um, populations over time. Batten says eliminating deer baiting and prohibiting hunters from taking deer carcasses out of counties where the disease is present are among the best ways to stop the spread. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Genevieve National Historic Park is now part of the National Park System. The legislation to take such action was signed in 2018, but the final steps involving the acquisition of additional land were taken this year. Officials say it's the first National Historic Park in Missouri. St. Genevieve is about an hour south of St. Louis. Its roots as a European settlement go back to 1735.
Tomorrow is election day, and while people are anxiously awaiting the presidential results between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, Missouri residents are primed to make big decisions in legislative and local contests. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines some big questions that will be answered after the votes are counted. There's a lot of words that could be used to describe Missouri's 2020 election cycle, but the one that comes to mind is surreal. The COVID-19 pandemic forced radical changes to candidates and causes, forcing people to find alternatives to door knocking and traditional chili suppers. But soon, all the slings, arrows, and Zoom fundraising sessions that predated Tuesday's election will give way to in-person voting. But even Election Day feels different this time around, especially since, as Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft explained, there's been an unprecedented amount of early voting this year. And the big question is, are those people that would not have voted otherwise, that haven't voted in the past, or those people that normally just go and vote on Election Day and they're voting earlier and we won't see as many people on Election Day? That's the real question. How that early vote stacks up is just one thing political observers will be watching when polls close on Tuesday. One of the biggest things to look for is how well Trump does in Missouri. The rule of thumb is that if the presidential race in Missouri is reasonably close, it's better for the state's Democratic candidates. But Governor Mike Parson is not worried that the president will be a drag on his chances for a full four-year term. Matter of fact, we're out polling him in most polls uh, that you've seen, and he'll do better than what he's polling. Uh, I don't think there's no doubt he's going to win Missouri. Parson's opponent, Democratic State Auditor Nicole Galloway, will need more than just presidential coattails. She'll need to win back voters in rural and exurban areas that have flocked toward the GOP in recent years. So I think there really are swing voters everywhere. Their issues are the economy and how COVID has hurt their economic opportunity and their ability to have a good paying job. Their issues are health care and access to health care. The calculus in statewide races like the Parson-Galloway contest could change if Democrats see big numbers in places like St. Louis County. And if traditionally Republican voters in West St. Louis County abandoned Trump in sizable numbers, it could be a boon to people like Jill Shoup, a Democrat seeking to represent the 2nd Congressional District. It's a real difference in both substance in terms of the issue and style in terms of making sure that people have a representative who they can trust to represent their interests in Washington. Shoup's opponent, GOP Congresswoman Ann Wagner, is banking on voters in St. Louis, St. Charles, and Jefferson counties to side with her because of her conservative stands on issues regarding taxation and abortion. This race is really about who represents your values, who's going to keep your taxes lower, who's going to keep your health care safe, who's going to make sure that we recover from COVID-19 and make sure that this economy gets back to the robust place that it was last January. Other key contests include statewide races for treasurer, attorney general, lieutenant governor, and secretary of state. And Democrats like State Representative Peter Meredith are also hoping to gain enough ground in the Missouri House and Senate to break the GOP's veto-proof majority. Meredith says that could be a big deal if Galloway wins and perhaps if Parson prevails. There are a number of very reasonable Republicans in there that I think if if there were more Democrats to have their backs and if they saw more of a threat from Democrats in elections, uh, they would be more comfortable openly siding with us on on moderate policy. Besides key statewide congressional and state legislative contests, voters will also decide on a number of important ballot measures. 
St. Louis voters will decide whether to remove their residency requirement for city workers and dramatically change how they elect people to certain offices. And Missourians will choose whether to pass Amendment 3, which does away with a state legislative redistricting system that voters backed in 2018. Many Republicans support getting rid of the so-called clean Missouri system, while Democrats like former Kansas City Mayor Sly James believe Amendment 3 should be soundly defeated. This is a transparent attempt to avoid change, something that, again, a legislature out of control and out of balance is trying to sneak past the people it's supposed to represent. Beyond which issues pass muster with voters and which candidates will hold the levers of power, Tuesday will show whether the force of titanic current events like COVID-19 and economic paralysis can move Missouri from being a deep red Republican state or whether Democrats will remain out of power in a place they used to control. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.